Oh, you just you just instantly switched from the real Chris to, to acceptable Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PC Chris says sex work is okay. <laughs> they say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I am Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm Kyle. <laughs> you certainly are. Um, so we weren't going to do this episode because I was kind of in the dumps a bit. And we tried to find a fill-in. We couldn't. And now here we are because I'm here for the people. Yep. You look like you were going to say something. So I was like, all right, I'll just let him go off. And then you kind of just adjusted yourself. <laughs> And then grab the mic and said, yeah. My sleep wasn't so deep last night. And I kept having these dreams about doing the podcast with other people. And how did the podcast go with those other people? Um, so the, the one that I remember the most was me and Pete. It was <laughs> you and Pete? Yeah. All right. And we, we were setting up the lights in the room to make it look good. And um, I think we started recording, but then we just started playing FIFA. And it was like five minutes. And I can remember the FIFA game we were playing. It's very vivid. I can remember like I was passing and then it got intercepted. And I was like, I think we're supposed to be doing the podcast. And uh, I don't remember if we ever started or not. We just started playing FIFA. That sounds then, about right. And then the other one was um, more of my friends from college. And it just ended up being all my friends from college. Like the, the beginning of the dream was us starting the podcast, but then we never started the podcast. In, uh, in conclusion, it didn't go so well. We, the, the, the podcast never happened without you. But you had fun. Yeah, the second one was really strange. Um, but fun in both cases, yeah. Oh, well, good. Sorry, I'm burping a little bit. It's the 4th of July that we're recording, so I've got a buzz going. Kyle's not in America, so he doesn't give a fuck about the 4th of July. Forgot all about it. Yeah, as you should. I mean, how can we celebrate America with what's going on? But, I mean, we're here. We're not going to get too deep into that because that's not what we do. That is not what we do. We, we do it once in a while. Once in a while, uh, but, I mean, we're fucking up over here. That's all I'm pretty bad, say. isn't it? Yeah, no, it's... We're fucking up over here. And that's... I'll, I'll tell you... All I know is um, I check Reddit like once or twice a day. And usually there's some like America's awful stuff. But ever since the thing, uh, the Roe v. Wade thing, it's like 70% of the front page is just awful things about America. And um, that, that's all I see. So I wanted to ask you, like living there, talking to people, is it is it all day, every day people are just talking about how bad America is or what is it? Well, I don't leave the house typically. So right. what I see is online. So yes, it's all bad. Um, pretty fucking awful. It's so stupid. We're not going to get too far into it because we're straw men, as we pointed out in an episode prior. We're just straw men that don't pick sides, but 
Um, if you want to know what side I am on, just know that the decision that was made, I highly disagree with, and it's dumb. And we'll leave it at that. Well, it's um, it's it's making America more like some other countries. Like here, it's it's illegal too. And uh, I ridiculous know what happens here. People just find ways to do it illegally. It's it's one of those things you can't stop. Like like drugs, gun control. Like every, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much either because it's pretty obvious. But um, did you see the one about the ten-year-old girl? Dude, that is so <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Jesus, right? Yeah, I forget the exact details, but some ten-year-old girl had to travel into a different state to get an abortion, um, and uh, some politician was calling her her having the baby as an opportunity. Like, <laughs> it's like, what are you like, talking what? about? Like, what are we talking about at this point? <laughs> Like, why is this even a discussion? I don't, I, it's just so stupid. There's nothing we can do or say that's going to change it. It is what it is. And that's like a big part of the problem. Like, no matter how much we talk about it, discuss it, it's not going to change. Mm. But if we put our tinfoil hats on, because we've had our tinfoil hats on a few times in this podcast. Oh, One yeah. of the episodes we couldn't even release because we had so much tinfoil on our fucking heads and we're like no we can't put that out but like it's just more control just slowly take more and more privileges away from them and eventually we have them all and it's all gone we have all the control mm, i hadn't I thought about it from that angle i think it's part of that it's just take as much control away from the people as we can and then that that's that's it we have all the control we tell them what to do we tell them what to say we tell them what to think that's the that's that's my tinfoil hat it's on so when you say that you're going a level above just uh republicans and democrats right you're going to the overall government or you still at the republicans level no, I'm at the overall government. They want control. The overall government. Okay. They want to tell us what to do. They want to tell us what to think. They want to tell us what to say. And we just do what they want us to. But the, the ones that are um, making the decisions right now, it seems, are the Republicans. And they're also for letting us have guns. Or do you think that's going to get taken away? Because that, that seems to be one that... Um, the same people that are complaining about the abortion one don't like the guns thing. That puts a hole in my argument. So mm. I'm going to gloss over that and just say, <laughs> <laughs> no, they just, they just want more control. That's all more control. They'll slowly start taking things away. They'll slowly start telling us what to do. Then eventually they'll get to where they want to be, where they have control over everything. Well, I like the sounds of that. I'll gloss over the guns thing for now, too. Yeah, we'll gloss over the thing. Like, they want us to have this. Mm. Pretend it's not even there. They just want control. Agreed. This is the first step. Probably not the first step. Because there are other things that I don't know of and don't have enough data on. But I'll just assume they have control over. And they want to take it over slowly. And they can 
start slowly just taking more and more and more until we have nothing. Obviously. Yes. I mean, as you guys know, this is a political podcast. We talk about the hot issues. We form our opinions. We are not straw men. And we tell you what we think. I don't even have any straw. No, no straws. I can't, I'm looking at your Zoom video right now. YouTube.com. I don't use straws. Doubly negative pod. Yep, because you want to save the turtles. No straws. Mm-hmm. But they are just trying to take more and more from us until they have it all. That's my thought. I, I think it's uh, indisputable. But, um, but I agree with what you said earlier. It's not what we do. Let's, let's get Although we've that. talked about it for a, a, quite a few minutes here. It's not what we do, but they're trying to take control. And, <laughs> you know, they're doing it. So... You draw your own conclusions, but we're not going to be the ones that force it on you. It's like um, it's like when you're having an argument with someone, and you're both like, "Okay, let's just stop talking for now. We're gonna we're gonna talk later." And then you say one more thing. You just yeah, like just, just, just get thing. it in. Just get that last thing in. We're not we're not a political podcast. They just want control, and that's all we're gonna say. That's we're not for political, <laughs> but if you voted for Trump, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> we'll move on. That's dumb. Politicians trying to take over. Um, yeah, so it's the 4th of July. I had a few drinks, a little drunk. And I wasn't going to do this podcast initially. We tried to find a fill-in. Um, I guess we'll get right into it because me and Michelle are going through a little something right now. And it really sucks. So, if what's going on, Chris? You've been following along. We're working on a baby, and we finally got that positive pregnancy test, and we got overexcited, super pumped about it, and she ended up not carrying it to full term, obviously what some call a chemical pregnancy, which is similar to a miscarriage. Some people say, oh, chemical pregnancy. Oh, you didn't take it full term. But chemical pregnancies are the same as a miscarriage. Some people say that, oh, it's just a chemical pregnancy. It's not a miscarriage. It is a miscarriage, technically. So that is what happened. What... What is the chemical part of chemical pregnancy? What does it even mean? So from our research, she got pregnant and then it just didn't stick. When it came to implanting the embryo, whatever, it just didn't stick. So she took about 50 pregnancy tests and... They all said positive. We're pregnant. You're pregnant. And it just didn't stick. So 
it was enough time for us to get super excited about it. And then it just wasn't a thing anymore. Damn, man. And it sucks so fucking bad. Because we were both so excited. Like, wanted to tell the world. And it just got taken away from us. Can you tell me a little bit about the timeline? Like you said, you took 50 pregnancy tests. Was that over a period of a few days or a few weeks? Like, how long did you think that it was going well? And, and what was the process of finding out that it didn't work? So she took a bunch of pregnancy tests before her first missed period, which a lot of people will frown upon. Because, oh, you want to wait till after your expected period to, you know, find out that you are pregnant. But, you know, she took some. They said they were pregnant, that we were pregnant. And we got super excited. She was taking them daily because, I mean, if you've been following along since the birth of this podcast, we've been, we had tried before. And we had the same problem where it just didn't end up working out, obviously. And she got super in her head about it. So that that's what caused her to take a bunch of pregnancy tests to make sure it was the real thing. And it felt super right. Like we were pregnant. It felt great. This is going to be the time that it sticks. And it didn't. And uh, let me tell you, the night that we found out it might not be, she went to the bathroom, wiped, there was pink discharge on the toilet paper. So we both started freaking out. But I was trying to be that strong guy like, no, this is implantation bleeding. This is supposed to happen. Doing all the research online that could tell me this was okay and it just wasn't and it just got worse as the days went on full-blown period no pregnancy okay so um i guess you kind of handled it without a doctor or you could have but you but you did see a doctor we did. So she went and got blood work taken. And I think it's HCG or HGC. I'm not sure. I don't think steroids are the answer here, Chris. No, 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 no. That's HGH. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. So we got those levels taken. And they were above. So the HGC or HCG, not sure. So I'm just going to say both throughout the whole podcast. Um. If a woman is pregnant, those levels will be above five. If they're not pregnant, it'll be less than five, maybe zero. Um, when she started bleeding, they were a little bit above five, but not very far, like, like not very far past five. I think it was like nine, which isn't a super high amount, but higher than what you would expect during a pregnancy. I mean, during, I mean, higher than normal. 
So they were at around nine. And this is while she was bleeding. So me trying to be optimistic, saying this is fine, this is normal, it's going to be okay. Like the levels being above that threshold of five means that we are pregnant, we're going to be okay. And then she had to take some two days later, take another blood test like two or three days later. And then they came in below five. So it was obvious what was going on. Mm. Like this isn't going to happen for us. And it's just very discouraging. And it makes you like wonder like what's wrong with me. And especially for her, she starts thinking that she can't carry a baby and it's just the whole mental fuck. Does she eat a lot of pineapple? Not necessarily. But that was one of the things that she said she should eat, like pineapple rinds and stuff like that. Really? Yes. Well, the reason I mention it, I know it sounds completely out of nowhere but um there's a lot of things you'll hear in different cultures especially medically and you say well that's retarded whoa 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 oh i'm sorry can't i can't say that anymore huh no nope well my job to edit it we'll see if i get that one um but you say that is mentally challenged can i say that Probably not. Huh? I don't know. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> That's really stupid. And um, one of them was when uh, Tika told me that um, eating pineapple can make you miscarry. And I just said, "That's that's just so stupid. But the thing is, I Googled it. It's true. Really? Yeah, there's some sort of uh, enzyme or something like that in, in, in pineapple. That can make you miscarry. Now, I don't actually, I, I don't know how big of a deal it is. I kind of just wanted to bring up that anecdote. But um, but yeah, that, when I Googled it, I found out that I was actually wrong. It's not stupid. Um, it has some science behind it. Yeah. Um, she doesn't necessarily eat a lot of pineapple. I, some people say that you should eat it while you're trying to conceive, though. Interesting. Uh, so maybe we're just wrong there's like we've touched on it a few times here but as far as like what you should do what you shouldn't do you can find things that support both sides yes so that could be another one of those things where it depends on who you ask it's good or it's bad so you mentioned something in there that I was wondering about too. You mentioned, you know, you start wondering, is my body okay for this? Is my body up to the task? Um, I guess this is different for every couple, but I'm asking for you specifically, when do you get to that point when it's time to, to check, to jerk off in a cup? So they say after three, and we're on two. Is it really expensive or invasive to check? Because I, I, w- I would think, like, what's the harm? Unless it's really expensive and difficult, why not now? If I had to guess, it'll be really expensive based on the healthcare in the United States. It'll be really expensive, but 
I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Okay. So they say after three uh, consecutive miscarries is when you should start checking. But the thing that makes me kind of at ease is um, the fact that she was saying, like the fact that it was saying that she was pregnant now. So clearly my, my swimmers are strong. I got Michael Phelps. <laughs> they get there, they do the job. But what's happening once they get there? That's the problem. Mm. That had been um, a point of contention for you two before, hadn't it? Mm. I don't think so. Maybe. But I might just... be remembering something completely different and ascribing it to you guys. But I thought I remembered like her saying something like, you feel like it was her fault biologically, something like that. No, I feel like we've always been pretty open and like we talked about it and had an understanding of what was going on. I don't blame her. She doesn't blame me. It's just kind of a like at this point, we're just trying to fucking figure it out. Mm. Like we want to know like what's holding this up because both of us, all we want is to have a fucking baby. I cannot wait. She cannot wait. We're both very impatient people. So it's just, we want to get this done. How can we get it done? But it wasn't ever like, uh, it's your fault, it's my fault, it's your fault, it's my fault type deal. It has to be your genetics. Hmm? It has to be your kid. Like, you can't. No, well, I mean, that's another thing that happens when you, you know, you, you miscarry twice. You start talking about like alternative options. Huh. Um, and we're both very open to adopting. We kind of also, in a perfect world, we'll have our own baby and then adopt one. Because we know there's a lot of kids in need and we that's just kind of who she is. She wants to help people. She's always been like a big helper. So also adopting a child is one of the things that she wants to do. And I'm behind it 100% because, I don't know, it just seems like a good thing to do. Like, why not adopt a child? Because there are so many children that need families that are in foster homes why why can't we take one out of the foster system exactly and you're saying you can't wait why not just do that now continue pumping and dumping work on making your own batch but uh but get that kid off the streets adopt one what what, what make what makes what makes your kid better than a than a pre-made one a pre-owned one <laughs> refurbished Hit the free agent market. Yeah. You know, see who's out there. Yeah, why not? No, I, I get that. There's enough people. We don't need more people, man. No, I don't think we do. Um, I don't know why we don't do that now. I don't know. I just, 
feel like we want to make sure we can have our own first. That's all. Before we get into the whole surrogate or IVF and all that other shit before we adopt another one. Maybe it's just seeing if we can have our own first and then we'll go to the other stuff. Yeah, this topic is, um, I don't know, we, we might have even talked about it before, but, but even if we hadn't, I, I, I don't know if there's anything here. But I just feel like I'm strange, maybe, because I can't really understand that whole thing. I don't want kids. I never really have. And well, actually, I've had, I've had the thought, well, if I had if I wanted kids, I would adopt one probably. And I just that that like need for people to make their own kid is really hard for me to understand. I feel like the connection, though, that you have with someone that you made is just so much stronger than if you didn't mm. have any hand in it. Like, biologically, if you think about a woman has to grow this person within them for eight, nine months, and then birth them. Like, there's the, a different connection that people like you and me, just guys in general, couldn't understand. Yeah, that we, makes sense. We can never understand that that feeling of I carried you for nine months. I birthed you. You are mine. And I almost feel envious of females for having that connection with the baby. Do you, you don't, you don't ever feel that? No. <laughs> oh, I, no, I, 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 it is what it is, but I, I feel like having that connection, like you grew this baby from just I, I don't know how to say it without being like very want to be a mom i just want to be a mom yeah no me. no but you know what i mean like there's there's how can you compare that to anything seriously how can you compare that to anything on the face of the planet that's something mean you will never understand completely and me being very inquisitive, I want to understand that. And I never will because I'm not a woman biologically. Yeah, that's got to be something messed up in me because I, I get it, what you're saying logically, but I just, I don't want any part of it. You don't care my enough. Own feelings. Yeah. And it's that's not even that I don't care enough. It's more like it's just alien to me and it kind of like grosses me out even. Yeah, but you have that like inquisitive mindset where like you want to know more, you want to understand it completely. It doesn't bother you that you'll never understand growing a child in you and then birthing it and understanding that connection you have with that child. I think that's why I'm, I'm admitting that there's probably something weird inside me because it, it seems like something I would want to know about but uh, I don't so I don't know I know but for me it's like that is it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing you get in as a woman you get implanted with a baby 
you grow that and you carry it full term and then you birth that child the connection you have with that child is stronger than anything you can ever have on the face of the planet yeah that, that's that it i'm sense. trans i'm trans i'm cutting my dick off i think you are man no i just i just it's uh i don't know if you could have a womb i don't know if i can handle it because i like alcohol so much i like caffeine (laughs) nicotine like i have problems i don't think i could like i could not do it so you you want to know about this connection that's stronger than anything else in the world it's fascinating to you you love the idea but you're even more of an alcoholic that you just can't sacrifice nine months it's just that's nine a months, long right? time that's a long time and I'm i guess sure even more I than nine could months too. if i was in that position that's pretty incredible that uh women do that i wonder how many of them don't though how many of them cheat they're supposed to give those things up for nine months but they don't i wonder how many of those i'm sure like a large majority and it's disgusting what do you think you think half or less more or more you think so more there are so many trashy human beings that exist mm. on this planet it's more well I'm, uh, I'm I was really you texted me about it I don't know a week ago maybe less but really sorry to hear it dude I know I know how much you guys want that and I I don't know anything about how hard it is to go through i really have no idea but I've, i just heard that it's really tough and uh i can see that it's affecting you guys so i'm really sorry no it, it it sucks and the worst part for me is seeing how upset michelle gets like obviously i'm upset but for for her it's a different level of just disappointment i don't want her to think that it's her fault and it's so easy to fall into that pit of my body can't handle it. It's my fault. And I don't want her to think that way at all. Now, the other one was further along, wasn't it? Mm, I don't think so. No. It was probably around the same time. Because I'm wondering, um, it seems to me there would be two main sadnesses involved. One would be the feeling of inadequacy that you're not able to do this thing. And then the other would be the, the mourning of a, a dead child, I guess. But with, with this in particular, the, the chemical pregnancy, as you called it, it, it seems to me that, I don't know, is that part there for you? Like, was there even a kid? Probably not. No, but the excitement's there. The whole, oh my God, we're fucking pregnant. I can't believe this is happening. Part. That's so the, it's that, not like you you don't see it as something died or. No. You, you know what I'm getting at? Okay, no, good. yeah, no, I know what you're getting at. It's just like the the excitement that, holy shit, we're pregnant. I can't, like, I cannot wait. Just tell the world, like, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. 
that's that's interesting i never really thought about that how it um it's kind of the flip side of the whole abortion argument what i'm talking about is um at what point it's legal to still abort at what point it's not it's almost like the same thing could be said about miscarriages or chemical pregnancies at what point at what point does it become a tragedy like that because what you're going through obviously not fun but at a certain point it becomes a real tragedy you know what i'm talking about like when maybe people even bury the fetus or they've already given it a name or whatever see we getting at i feel like that depends on the person though hmm. like when is it a tragedy it depends on who you ask because for us it was one of those things where like it felt very real like we're Mm. going to have a baby this feels like so real she was having morning sickness she i mean she was going through those those changes that a woman goes through when you know they start having when they're pregnant they start she started going through those changes boobs got bigger um it was just one of those things where you know changes started happening it starts feeling very real and then all of a sudden it's not yeah so it 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 depends on the couple and like what you're feeling i'm saying there's almost like a whole separate tragedy that occurs if the child is a certain point along Oh, yeah, that's just like if you're like six months long, you have a miscarriage. That's the fucking like. That's That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Where's that line? And I guess I guess your answer is probably the the same. It it depends on the couple or whatever, but it's almost like the same. It's kind of it might might be the same line as when is abortion not okay or when is it okay? I mean, I guess so. It's just. With the abortion thing, it's just like with the laws that are in place, there's no gray area. There's no like, when is this okay? When is it not okay? It's just not okay, period. And that's well, now the it's, um, now we're going back into it, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's your fault, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's 100% it's a, your fault. It's a statement dependent thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. So um, I don't even know. Maybe it depends on the state. Maybe some states say this number of weeks. Some states say a different number of weeks. I'm not even sure. but I have no idea what the laws are. I just know yeah. that what they're pushing is not okay. Like the 10-year-old in Iowa, like you said, like, really? It's 10-year-old. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, how is that not okay? So what now? Back to pumping and dumping already? Back to pumping and dumping. Um, There you go. Working on it. Hopefully this next time is okay. If not, we have to go through a lot of testing, and I'm sure it's going to be very expensive. Yeah, I'm thinking like most things in this, yours is probably a lot easier than hers, right? It's way easier for me than it is for her. 
I, I don't like even she, know what they'd have to do with her. Maybe they have to shove something up there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you like, just gotta, you just trick off. You just gotta do what you do every yeah, anyway. I just gotta fucking, you know, simple. Yeah, and I had that, like I had jokes prepared for when the doctor was shoving the thing up there to find out, like, what's going on? Is there a heartbeat? Like I knew the second he took out that tool, I was gonna say, well, I feel inadequate. Just to get a kick out of the doctor. You know, like uh, I okay. just about the tool. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I got overly excited too. From a comedian's perspective, not from a father's perspective, you got overly excited. I mean, for both. Comedian. For both. I'm thinking of names. Like, I can't, like, it's one of those things where it's really hard because it's like, oh, you shouldn't tell people to you're this far along. And it's like, I just want to tell the world. Like, I cannot wait to be a father. Oh, you will be. I'm sure you will be. I'm not just saying that. It, you obviously will be. Yeah, but like at what, like, what's it going to take? Like, maybe I can't be. Yeah, sure you can. I know it's easy to say that, but like, maybe no, I can't. Maybe like there's something wrong with me. And that's the problem with this. It's like we don't know if there's something wrong with either of us. Like, we don't know. And that's the problem with, with my anxiety, with what she's going through. Like, we don't know if this is something we can do together or if we're going to have to bring outside help in to be able to get this done. That's the thing that makes it suck so bad. Well, it's easy to say, no, I, I, I'm sure you will be. Well, maybe no, I won't no, be. No. I was looking at it from a different perspective and maybe I can criticize you now because would you would you say that fathers of adopted kids are not fathers is that what you're saying no i would not but like then of course you can be there's a different type of connection that's what i'm saying yeah but if you're saying i'll never be a father and i'm saying well you could always adopt yeah yeah you can be a father yeah but in a perfect world i'd like myself to become a father hmm by impregnating my wife and it's a mixture of both of us obviously we can become i can become a father she can be a mother not in that situation but preferably i'd like to be tied to it biologically i feel like there's a different type of connection there whether people want to admit it or not i feel like that biological connection means a lot and if you can't have that you're being robbed of something i think your perspective is definitely understandable have you looked into any data about there's got to be a reason the doctors say wait until three check right so so is there a lot of couples that have had two and then successfully get it done yeah i mean even the OBGYN that takes care of michelle had to before they had their first successful one there you go yeah but it it, like no matter how many success stories there are it's so tough to not default to we're fucked yeah yeah and you i mean i know it's kind of i don't know how helpful it is i'm just being like oh look on the bright side but yeah you, you do got to admit that um even though it sucks to go through what you've gone through, 
it's a lot um it's a lot more indicative of success than if you didn't conceive at all yeah no and that's what i'm trying to look at it as like all right so we did get like it said pregnant like you were able to get pregnant like you are able to get pregnant my swimmers are strong you were able to accept them it's just getting to that next step oh hold on a minute here chris holding on you said she started checking before her first miss period yes so when did this um did she even how long was the was it was it two periods or three period only one period yes well there must be so many girls that go through this and they don't even realize what happened exactly that's why miscarriages are severely underreported and people don't understand how common they are because there are people that think oh i'm just like this period is just tough and it's like no you're going through a miscarriage i i I don't know maybe i'll have to edit this out but uh, uh tika and i had something like that last year where she was late like a week or two and i was starting to get real worried and i started telling her to eat a lot of pineapple this is where <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> what i'm saying like there are a lot of people that have no idea what they're going through and, and she eventually could... had the period and it might have been the same thing that happened to your wife yeah absolutely could have been terrible cramps terrible yeah it's one of those things where you're not entirely sure what's going on but since we tested so early and we're like oh pregnant great and then went through all this bullshit it's um one of those things where that's why it's so underreported and that's why the data is kind of skewed with like is it a miscarriage is it a period it's because oh you had no idea you were actually pregnant yeah and i had one more so sorry you might have said this already but how are you checking those uh hgh levels well that happened through the blood work she got the blood work done and they were like all right come back in a few days we'll see where the h hcg or hgc levels are after 48 hours because when you're pregnant they rise rapidly so that's not something you can check yourself no oh blood work so she's getting a lot of blood work done or just like a few times it was twice in this instance okay Hmm. so it was check it all right i'm here we'll see where we are in a few days okay i'm here bummer Well, now I'm thinking um, you guys definitely got to do another one, the, the podcast, not not baby. I mean, you should do that too, but um, you, you put that first episode on Patreon and uh, it was an excellent podcast, Chris and his wife discussing their journey so far. And you did promise another episode and I've been patiently waiting for it, but um, it needs to come now because there's, I, I can only go so far with you here. Yeah. What you have with her, your ability to discuss it, and you guys are very good at it too. I'm, yeah, very impressed. You got to do another one. Yeah, we're going to. It was one of those things where when we first found out she was pregnant, she was like, we should do another one. And I said, no, let's let's wait a little bit because I'm very. Fish. You got to have I, as many of these episodes as possible. I err on the side of like, let's just assume the worst. I don't know if that's a problem with me, but I always assume the worst. Put that in the podcast then. Yeah, that's okay. No. It's not like, uh, don't be superstitious. It's not like having a podcast is going to affect the outcome. It's just going to document your feelings and stuff. Yeah, it's just, 
I don't know. It's tough, man. It was a rough couple of days for us. But before sure. the rough couple of days came up, we were very optimistic. And had we recorded a few days earlier, it would have been just very sad. That's what you signed up for, isn't it? With the podcast? Like, uh, man, that would make it. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from a very selfish insensitive perspective i understand that but um it's like it's like uh, watching a series on netflix or something it's like the higher the highs and the lower the lower lows the better that series is and if, if you had something like that on uh recorded it seems like it'd be pretty compelling yeah and we'll probably do one this week i highly encourage it no yeah, i implore it we're both going through it and there's times of just like all right, move on, be positive. And there's times of like, fuck, like, I mean, I thought we had it, you know. It's just been tough. For sure, man. It sucks because we're both very excited to become parents. And that's really all I, I want, all she wants is just. You and her have been talking about it a lot. Yeah, I mean, we're doing a really good job of just being there for each other and trying to do fun things and keep our mind off of it. But just want to, I don't know. Yeah. Just tough. Yeah, I really can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, I want to be a dad. She wants to be a mom. <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it. But got to keep that positive mindset going because the stress does not help. Probably true. Yeah, and they... I mean, I was talking to my therapist about it. I need to find a new one, by the way. Still haven't done that. Um, I mean, they've done studies where, like, with animals, like, high-stress situations, like, the more successful pregnancies came from the animals that were in low-stress situations. But really? it's so Yeah, but it's so hard not to be fucking stressed about it, especially when we're in the situation we're in. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder how they measure that. There's got to be some like hormone in the blood or something like that that rises with stress. Something like that. Yeah. If I had to guess, it would be that. But it's just mm. got to get through it. Got to keep trying. Got to keep a positive mind state. It's just, I don't know. Well, not to harp on the whole podcast thing, but I think it would help with stress. The more you talk about stuff, the more you get those feelings out. Helps you process. I think it would too. I think, yeah, we're definitely going to do one this week and just get it all out. It'll probably be very emotional on both of our parts because I'm even struggling talking about it now. So I think it'll be good for both of us. We're just trying to keep our minds off of it. Just do, just, I don't know. 
be positive, do things that we would normally do and pretend like this never happened. But it, it the, the reality is it did happen. Well, all right. I heard you say you want to get your mind off of it. And I'm thinking maybe we introduce our new segment. Get your mind off of it right now. New segment alert. Relationship advice. We're here. Yep. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, so um, this was your idea, and I, I loved it immediately. We, we mentioned Reddit once in a while, and uh, there's, a, there's a subreddit that both Chris and I have visited uh, independently without even talking about it beforehand. We both knew it. Uh, relationship advice. And on this subreddit, people post their issues with their significant others, with their family members, with their friends, and they'll just post a topic, and it'll say... Um, my girlfriend cheated on me. What should I do? And it's a big, long post about all the details. And then people respond. And um, sometimes they're relatable. Sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes they're awful. And uh, Chris, you, you, you said, well, you can just, you can take over now. Your, your suggestion. Um, I figured we would read these posts and then we'll give our own advice on these posts. So um, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't read anything right now. Take care of it. I was going to suggest something to you, too, about the format. I had an idea. Okay. I think it would work pretty well if, for example, I picked one and you picked one. And the goal would be that you have not read it. If The one that I picked, you have not read it yet. So you haven't seen the comments. Because one of my favorite parts is the comments. And some of them, for example, like I saw one yesterday, um, I don't even remember the details, but the comments were just awful. I completely disagree with the comments. So here's what I'm thinking. If I read one that you've never seen before, I want you to give your input, what you, what you would comment if you were commenting, and then we'll see how it lines up with the other comments, and then we can kind of go off those too. Okay, so yeah, actually, so you'll pick one each week, I'll pick one the next week. And then yeah, we'll... something like that. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Okay, so you have one ready for us? Well, this one that, that you actually picked out, you haven't read the comments yet, right? No. Okay, well, there we go. That's perfect. All right, want to get started? Let's go. Okay. The title of the thread is My... Oh, and they always put these um, parentheses. They say, like, I'm 20 years old and female, and my boyfriend is 21 years old and male. Okay, so... Yeah, so if you this hear one, like my 21F, that means me, 21 yes. female. Thank you. Exactly. So the title, my 20F, boyfriend, 21M, follows an account that posts revenge porn and shames women. That's the title. Spicy. Text. We've been together for a year. He follows an account that posts exposes uh, bad English. He follows an account that exposes girls in our city by posting revenge porn of them and shames them. I only found out he follows it because the account has this thing where you shout out the page to get into their private story, which he did. My boyfriend doesn't see anything wrong with this because everyone, quote unquote, follows this page and he doesn't care because no one knows he is on there. Oh, I'm sorry, because no one he knows is on there. He doesn't care because no one he knows is on there. I've asked him to unfollow it, but he won't. Any advice? 
All right. So my first take is why specifically revenge porn? It's almost like there's a kink there where you like seeing someone that doesn't intend for this to get out, but it got out. It's like that little like, oh, what does it know? It won't hurt them. There's something there where he's not supposed to see it, and that's why it gets him off. Could be. Yeah, it's just one of those things like, and in a relationship, there are boundaries you set. And if that's one of your boundaries, and if they're not willing to respect that, maybe that's not the relationship for you. I see that come up a lot in these posts. And um, yeah, that makes- that, that, that's very common in, in that, that subreddit. You set boundaries. He's not willing to meet those boundaries. Cut it off. I think that makes perfect sense. But sometimes I wonder, and uh, maybe even in this one, I don't know. But sometimes I wonder, is it worth analyzing your own boundaries to see if they make sense or not? Like seeing if if someone's extending themselves to meet your boundaries. Yeah, for example, let's say like, um, I don't know. uh, Whenever Tika makes me coffee, it's too hot. And I say, my boundary is that I need to have coffee at a reasonable temperature. And she keeps breaking my boundary. Should I break that off? No, of course not. I should. No, that's absurd. Right? So, So that like even this one, like, okay, you got a boundary like that. Is that reasonable? Because the only reason I say this is because if you if you draw that hard line, you've got boundaries. If they break them, is that you could you could describe every single problem that way? It's too uh, it's too black and white. Yeah. So so do you think this reasonable boundary? Do you think um, he, he's following an account on Instagram? He's not doing it. Is it worth? Uh, yeah. What, what's your take on that? How bad is it? My thing is the people that are being posted do not want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's borderline creepy that you kind of get off on the fact that they do not want to be posted. This is just for personal use. That kind of crosses a boundary of like, all right, dude, you have this fetish for non-consent. Is that, I mean, how else do I describe it? There's no consent there. You have a fetish for there's no consent there so what what about that are you enjoying that they don't want to be there because that that leads to deeper and darker things yeah i would like to know more about the account too um specifically so i could follow it yeah Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) uh no I, i would like to know more because two things actually one Maybe just one thing. Because that, that's the thing. You know what that account's there for? No, you don't. Is, is it sexual in nature? Probably is it, uh, 100% is sexual in nature. Maybe I'm misunderstanding or maybe the term uh, revenge porn or whatever. Is, is, is it just one thing? Because I'm thinking like a lot of people get off on this uh, justice thing, right? So like, I don't know if it's like, oh, this girl cheated on me. Here she is. So it's actually not even about her being naked or whatever. It's about like, I caught her. 
her fault. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah, I get that. I would condone that. that, But at the same time, that person is exposed on the internet beyond their own, like, will. They don't want to be there. That's the creepy Mm -hmm. part to me. They don't want to be there. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, you did something shitty, but you don't want the world to see it, right? There are some things that remain personal. There are some things that you need to deal with not in the public eye. And that's one of those things. So what would your advice be to this dear 20-year-old female? Get away from that guy as soon as possible. That's just one of those things where it's like he gets off on people getting caught doing shitty things, right? So if you did something shitty, like awful, do you want that posted on the internet? Probably not. Whether what you did was, you know, just awful for one person doesn't mean the rest of the world needs to be in on it. You know, well, that's, that's your own thing to work out between you two. Granted, I'm a very spiteful person. Keep that in mind. I like getting back at people. I like, you know, I don't know. I just enjoy pissing people off that have done me wrong in the past. But this is just a whole another level of fuck off, dude. That's, that's not all right. Yeah. That's too much. It's too much. That's that's too personal. I had never even I had never even heard about the concept until a couple of years ago, and kind of kind of blew me away that people did that. Exactly. It's actually kind of common, huh? Yeah, and the fact that this person follows an account specifically geared towards that, he's got some. There's some deep rooted issue with this person. Yeah, that, see, that's you, a uh, problem. You did give the Reddit approved advice. I did, and it is it is not controversial. I think every single one of the comments say the same thing as you did. Um, well, one thing they mentioned is that if he has any nudes or videos of you, you have to delete them because they see him as a potential threat to do the same thing to her. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, why not? That's what he wants to be a part of. And they say, leave him. Blah blah blah. Leave him. I don't know. I'm um I, I don't see and in so she she talks about uh where does she say here? He doesn't see anything wrong with it. He doesn't care because no one he knows is on there. I've asked him to unfollow it, he won't. Well I don't know, I would like a little more details like because I feel like people follow stuff that's not really that big of a deal to them, too. Yeah. Um, but I guess if the, the fact that he won't unfollow it, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, that's another boundary that she's trying to set in the relationship. Like, Michelle was like, hey, I don't like that you follow that. It's kind of weird. I'd be like, all right, I'll just unfollow it because I care about her more than I care about that page, you know? I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, even though I, I don't even really disagree, but yeah, no, it's, we need it. Is there ever any point where you would say like, that's too far. You asked me to unfollow this. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, is it a war of the boundaries? Your, your boundary is, uh, you don't want me to follow this. My boundary is, I don't want you to tell me what to follow and what not to follow. Yeah, but if they're not willing to unfollow something that violates your boundaries, then are they willing to, you know, are they worthy of being there for the long run? Probably not. Maybe. Um, but it all yeah, depends maybe. on the person because someone might not see that as a big deal. On the other hand, they might see it as a big deal. So that's where the issue lies. It's like, okay, I see this as a big deal because X, Y, and Z, and the other person doesn't because they don't take that kind of thing seriously. One of the things that gets me with Reddit is um, they're all this, Democrats. This whole black and white thing. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like, so here we get all this boundaries thing. But um, sometimes you might have a, something fairly similar, like my boyfriend won't let me hang out with this friend who's a guy, and everybody will say, he's controlling, leave him. It's like, where's the line between which boundaries are acceptable and which boundaries are controlling? It all depends on the situation, because I feel like a lot of people leave out very important points. Like, you let me hang out with this guy. They don't tell you that that guy tried to fuck you three years ago. Hmm. That's the problem. You, you only get the point of view of the person that's posting. And I try to keep that in mind when reading all of these posts. It's like, all right, so let me hear what your significant other has to say about the situation. What aren't you telling in this post? Because a lot of people will post saying certain things to get comments that are just what they want to hear. Yep. Yeah, that, that, um, that makes me irrationally angry sometimes. It bothers me. It's like, all right, you're leaving something out here. There's no way anyone's pissed about that. And if, you know, they are pissed about that, it's kind of like, well, that person's fucked up. But what are you leaving out? What aren't you saying? The part that makes me irrationally angry is the commenters, um blindly supporting whoever posts it in, in most cases that like bothers I saw, me I saw one, so um, much i saw one on here about a guy that was falsely accused of sexual harassment get a lawyer and exactly and everyone was like i believe you you're a good person like he only wrote like three paragraphs but i just kept thinking if someone posted the other side you know I, this guy sexually harassed me they would all be calling him scum of the earth yeah right it's like, yeah, I, I, I hate that part. The, the blind support of, uh, of one perspective, because you're absolutely right. There's always, there's three sides to every story. There's your side, their side, and the truth. And uh, if you only get one side, it's very incomplete. But that's what we have to do in the segment. We have to go off of one side. And the only thing I can say, I, I do enjoy this first segment, but I think I should have picked a more controversial one because... Uh, this one kind of seems to have a, a right unquote answer, quote unquote right answer. But um, that's the thing that's tough with it. A lot of them are very long winded, and it's like mm. we can't read that on the podcast. <clears throat> maybe that's um, 
I mean, depending on how much we like the segment, maybe that's part of our responsibility. It's like we kind of edit it ourselves and say, uh, you know, these are the important parts. And then during the discussion, we could bring up those additional details if necessary. We just, yeah, we just assume the poster as being a good person. Mm. We assume the best here at Doubly and Negative. We should. Yeah, that's what we do. We just assume the best. Because, I mean, that's our brand, right? Just assume the best is going to happen. <laughs> With negative in the title. Yeah, that no, it's the exact opposite <laughs> of our brand, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things where it's very tough. There's too much gray area there. There's In too much... the revenge porn? Well, I mean, this one, him having a fetish for revenge porn is a problem. <laughs> That, that's it. That's a whole nother issue. Don't know he has a fetish for it. Well, he refuses to unfollow it. The person he loves. Hmm. So, I mean. There's a- also an interesting um, line that I've seen in several of these posts on here, actually, about Instagram being a problem. So, for example, a lot of other posts are about my boyfriend follows these models on Instagram. And they'll even say in the post, I understand that he watches porn. That doesn't bother me. But why does he follow them on Instagram? Why does he like their post? And um, on one level, it's very intuitive. I get it. it. It seems worse. It seems more personal. But on the other hand, it's like, why is that different? It's not. I don't think it is. No. No, I mean, you're following those for the same reason you look at them on porn. Get you riled up. Well, think about it this way. You, you and Michelle are both, um, I don't know, you, you've talked about porn isn't a problem, right? No, we'll watch it together sometimes. If she was following a bunch of guys on Instagram, liking their posts and stuff. If she was liking them, I'd, we'd have something to talk about. What if she was just following a bunch of them? A lot of them. I feel like that might make me self-conscious. See, that's what I'm, I, you, just, you just proved my point. You yeah, just, I know that's the problem. I, do. Yeah. I, I think that might be my own issue, though. No, I don't think so. A lot, that's what I said. A lot of people on Reddit have that same issue. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand it. Like, I'm shows mm-hmm. like, hey, you're following a lot of chicks that just post naked stuff all the time. It's yeah. kind of make me feel subconscious. Like, I'm self-conscious about it. I'd say, all right, I'll stop following them. Well, that's, I think that's one of the things that I'm, that I'm thinking about it. It's like the porn thing kind of seems like behind closed doors. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you don't know about it. You don't really want to know about it. It's just what it is. You just know so it's, it's there. So it's like, if this guy, he wasn't following an Instagram page, but he just went to these websites she wouldn't even know about it. And if she did know about it, would it be a problem or would it be like, hey, everybody's got their thing? Or, or would it be a real problem? Um, is it just because of social media? Or, I don't know. It could be. I just feel like it's one of those things where it's in the background. Like with Instagram, it's like you can see that you follow it. People can see that you follow it. It's right. on your page. You're seeing it daily. Like, is this what you'd like? And if it is what you like, I'm not that. So 
are you actually here? I had a little bit of that before too, in a previous relationship too. It seems like um, almost like, like if your significant other is, is liking other people's posts on Instagram in, in that way, like single people posting, revealing things, is it disrespectful to you because other people can see that they're doing that? Oh, that's, that's what makes social media such a slippery slope. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, all right, they're single. I know they're single. I also know they're attainable for you. So what the fuck? Yeah. That's one thing if I like a Gianna Michaels post. Shout out. <laughs> Gianna Michaels, Do shout you, out. By the way? No, I don't follow her on Instagram. I don't think she's okay. doing anything. Hmm. You know Gianna Michaels, right? I'm well aware. Yeah, yeah. She is top-notch. I mean, all the accolades, she can take them. They're hers. <laughs> she is... <laughs> she gives a lot of effort. I will say that... Um, she, yeah, if there's one... She's been, around, she's been around for a long time. Yeah, and I mean, she's earned all the titles she has. But I'm not like... I mean... The other thing is, like, if I'm liking a Gianna Michaels post versus just some fucking OnlyFans slut from Rhode Island, it's different. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> some OnlyFans slut. <laughs> Sex work is real work. <laughs> oh, you just you just instantly switched from the real Chris to, to acceptable Chris. Yeah. <laughs> PC Chris says sex work is okay. <laughs> Some OnlyFans slot. <laughs> oh. oh, but you know what I mean. It's different. If I like a Jack Michaels post versus, you know, the girl I went to elementary school with OnlyFans post, it's different. Well, I see. <laughs> I, I also feel that. It's I also feel that, but but why? I think it's because we can talk to them. Gianna Michaels isn't going to answer my DM. The girl that's posting feet pics yeah. on Feet Finder is going to answer my DM. Then the distinction should should be, are you contacting them? If you are, then I could definitely see why that's a problem. But if you're not, why is it any different? That's true, too. Why am I DMing them in the first place? Are you? No. <laughs> No, that's a hard no. Well, you just said, why am I? Well, no, I'm saying for this situation. Okay, yeah. The only well, pair of tits I need is in the room across the across the house. Okay. Except All for right? the OnlyFans slot. No, I don't I don't subscribe <laughs> to OnlyFans. I'm just fucking with you. But that's that's the difference. Okay. Uh, it kind of makes sense. Is it someone local that I've talked to before? Mm. Yeah, if you've already had prior... Um, Versus someone who has millions of people DMing them? Huge mm. difference. Well, I think we've covered that, and I think we're um, getting close to the mark, huh? Yes, but at the same time, the revenge point thing is on a whole new level. And I think that's too much. The revenge porn 
just porn that's not supposed to be out there is a problem. That's weird. Yep, fair enough. Reddit agrees with you. I think it makes sense too. I would uh, I would encourage uh, more of a conversation, but uh, it seems like she's already tried. I think so. that comes with just a whole different line of just like the whole. F- I don't know. Just they get off on knowing that that person does not want to be out there exposed in that manner. That's where it's a problem. All right. You know what? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take this, this line. I'm going to go the opposite direction. It is well known that many women have rape fantasies. I'm not going to say all of them. I'm not going to say women want to be raped, but it's well known that a lot of women have rape fantasies. And I've personally known at least a couple that have enjoyed rape themed porn. That's weird. Is that That's weird? Hey, what's up? What's up with that? I'm not kink shaming, but I mean, it's just weird. I believe you are kink shaming if you're shaming revenge porn. Well, that was doubly negative. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> no, I just don't, I don't, I, it's too much. Hey, get, get yourself out of this knot. I, I don't think I can. Mm-hmm. You like it, you like it. I don't ah, see. I am a pretzel. I'm gonna make the pretzel here. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's a pretzel. Yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. I don't. I don't. And that's why I really did like the black and white. Like, this thing is not okay. Dump him whatever this segment's but, not uh, going to go too far because we're always taking both sides and seeing them for you know what they feel I, that's why i think we have to like we have to be a little bit less careful yes i agree yeah we don't want to just see say like the approved thing we want to say hey, what, what's your real gut reaction and, and to be totally honest my, my gut reaction for that one was like it's just an account he follows on Instagram. Because um, he might not think it, anything of it. Yeah, why is it that big of a deal? That, that's my gut reaction. And you say, well, it's, it's a really awful thing. I can get that. And, and we're going to go down that road. But, um, but that was my gut reaction. I'm looking into the, like the whole, like follow any other porn account that you want. Just not one where it's girls that don't want to be up there. Mm. That's the... Mm the view I'm looking at it from. And that's not me being safe. That's me being like, dude, there are plenty of girls that want to be naked on camera. Look at those. Just not the ones that don't want to be up there. That just seems dirty. I'm also wondering now how the account has stayed active because even the fact that the girlfriend knows about this account, she could probably just report it herself and get it taken down. If it is what she says it is. Maybe it's Kim Kardashian moment. Bang Ray J, get millions of dollars. And then, you know, live your best life. So you're saying maybe it's a make a a fake account? Kim K got famous by sucking dick. I heard that too. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? We don't know. That's all it comes down to. We don't know. All right. Well, I do have to get going at this point. No, we're going to stay on. Goodbye, Chris. All right. All right.
Well, thank you for tuning in. Sorry, I'm a little buzzed. July 4th. Miscarriage stuff. No need for apology. I enjoyed it immensely. All right. Well, it's always a pleasure. This is life being bound to love.